how's it going? Good. Perfect. <laughs> All right. We good? We good. So I just want to start with prayer real quick. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word. Father, I pray right now that you just come in and have your way. We thank you for the spirit that's already flowing in. Father, I pray right now that you just open hearts, open ears, so that they receive everything that you have. Father, I pray right now that you just start tugging on their hearts. And Father, I pray right now that you start revealing to them things that they need to see. Father, I pray right now that you just overflow like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. So my question is, what are we supposed to be doing right now in this time? What are we to be doing in this time? There's a lot of things. Like a lot of people would say work. A lot of people would say being in church. A lot of people would say whatever you do. I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to hit a few points that the Lord has laid on my heart to share with you. Right now, we're living in a world that's full of chaos. The enemy's looking like he's sitting there thinking that he's won because everything's going haywire. But he does not know what's about to happen. He doesn't. It's not even close. He doesn't realize that while we're in this mess, hear me out, there's always been mess. Like, this, this isn't new to God. Like, this might be a new form, but this isn't new to God. God works through all things, right? Amen. So, I'm ready. Oh, man, stop that. <laughs> there, this, like I said, this is not surprising to God. This time, this is our, for me right now, this is our moment to prepare for what God is about to do in the church. Yes. Not just this church, but I mean a church as a whole. There's going to be walls broken down between denominations. People are coming together. The kingdom is coming together. And it's not going to be about this or that, but it's going to be about Jesus Christ. Amen. So, point one. I have four points. Um, we are to be speaking life. So, I know, I know, I know. Like, there's stuff going on. There is so much going on in the world. There's so much going on. But in Proverbs 18, 21, it says that power of death and life are in the tongue. Right. So what you speak is going to be what you see. And so, like, I've talked to many people that have just said, well, 2020 has been the worst year ever. What? Like, for me, this has been one of my best years. Like, I can't explain to you how many, how many people I've been able to share Jesus with because there, there's the opportunity that shows itself. Like, I am more intentional now than I ever was. And it's funny because, like, everybody, they've known I was a pastor. There. And, like, I would, I would tell them if they asked me, but now if one of my coworkers, they, they, they slip up and they're like, well, well this happened yesterday. One of my coworkers is like, hey, take me with you. And I was like, well, I'm going to go talk to Jesus. And he goes, well, um, I don't, okay. He's like, 
just take me with you. And I was like, I can make it happen. Like, we could do it here right now, or we can, you know, we can wait. And he's, he's sitting back, and he's like, all right, I'll talk to you later, you know. But, but even in that joking moment, I, there was a seriousness of, okay, you're asking about Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you everything about him. I'm going to tell you how he changed my life. I'm going to tell you how he saved me. Man. So, speaking life. If you are speaking deaf over the situations that you're in, if you're speaking deaf over the times that you're in right now, what are you going to see? Death. It's, it's just that. And here's, here's the thing for me, when, I, when everything went chaotic, whatever, when all hell broke loose, there was something that I realized. It was I could look at the circumstances look to my left or right, and let that dictate how I'm going to serve the kingdom, how I'm going to speak about Jesus, or how I'm going to do this. But I decided that I'm keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus. I'm keeping my eyes fixed on the answer, because no matter where I look, if I'm not looking up to Christ, I'm not having the answer. So, and what did Jesus do? He spoke. He spoke life. He did. So if we believe that Jesus, the power of Jesus Christ, if we believe in the name of the power of Jesus Christ, that he can still heal the sick, that he can still raise the dead, that he can still fix any problems that we have, why are we choosing to speak death instead of life? Jesus spoke to the storm. He spoke. Yes. Peace be still. Yes. And what happened? The wind and the waves obeyed his commands. Jesus has given you the same authority to speak into situations that the wind and the waves will obey your command if you are speaking through the authority of Jesus Christ. But that starts with us speaking life instead of death and it's that's just one of those things because if you look if you look anywhere right now what is being spoken death fear all these things are being spoken and what is happening to us as a believer or not everybody but as believers, some people are picking up on that and saying, I'm taking this instead of getting in the word and speaking what Jesus Christ said. I'm picking up fear. And please hear me out. I'm not talking about what's going on. Fear as a spirit. Okay, there's a difference. But we're talking about fear as a spirit. They're picking that up and saying, well, this is the next thing that's happening to me. I, I don't know what to do. I got I to gotta hoard mine. I got to do this. I got to keep in what's for me. No. As believers, we are not to be all about me. Right. We, are, we are to be speaking the gospel and sending it out, sharing what Jesus Christ is doing. Because there is power in that. There's power in your testimony. Right. But nobody will hear your testimony if you don't speak.
Romans 4, 17, call the things into existence that do not exist. Speak it out. Okay, you're struggling right now. What are you speaking over? Are you speaking, I'm struggling, I'm dealing with this, I got this going on. That's, is that where your focus is, or is Jesus Christ your focus? My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. That, that's what the word says. Like, I, I talk to people all the time, and they're like, well, this is how I feel. No, 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 I don't care about that. Bring me scripture. Because I believe the word is true. Did anybody else here believe the word is true? Okay. Because we've seen the power. I've seen things. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get ahead of myself. All right. I'm just excited because, look, there, there is stuff that is happening that we may not, you may not even know about. But here's the thing. If we turn left or right, and we take our focus off of Jesus. What's going to happen? We start to slip. We start to, we start to do these things. We start to let things in that shouldn't be in there. But if I fix my eyes on Jesus, I'm walking to the cross. I'm walking in the authority and the power that Jesus Christ has given me. That's, that's what the Bible says. Like, that's not what Stevie Balak says. That's the Bible. All right. Point number two. It is time to get salty. Not like half of my youth group. Gabriel. Um, <laughs> he even knew that was coming. I love you. <laughs> but no, it is time to be the salt and light of the world. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but salt, uh, but if salt shall lose its taste, how can it be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled on by men. You are the light of the world. A city situated on a hill cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a blanket, but rather on a lampstand and gives it light to all the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. That speaks for itself. It's like, a couple things here. Um, Chuck challenged me a couple days back to, you know, I talked with him about this. And he was like, okay, so what, what does salt mean? There's, there's a whole bunch of things that salt, you know, salt's good, salt's cooks, you know. But back in the time, in the Romans, they could either be paid with gold or salt. Right. Because they didn't have refrigeration. So back then, how would you store meat? Salt. Meat was very expensive then. Like, so it's not, it's not like some of us nowadays are... Oh, that meat's been in my freezer for 13 years. <laughs> I'm saving it for a rainy day. <laughs> don't do that, please. <laughs> and if you do, don't invite me over. I'm not coming. <laughs> but salt was to preserve what is, what is good in that. 
to stop the decay. So when the enemy is coming in, God has placed us here to stop what he's trying to do, to preserve the light of the world and say, God, we are founded on you. We are not building our house on sand, but we're building it on rock. You're our solid foundation. Y'all catch that? That you are placed here for such a time as this to stop the decay of what the enemy is trying to do in this world. To stop the, the going bad. Like, that's the same thing, but to stop that. God has placed you here for a specific time. I said it right this time. And for this moment right now, What are we doing with that? If we are being the light, people notice that there's something different about us. But if we decide to say, hey, uh, I'm going to do what the world does. I'm going to speak how the world speaks. I'm going to live how the world lives. How can you be a light when you're just as dull as everything else? I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, but this has been burning in my spirit for the last weeks and it's just been piling up because we as a church have to be the light. We have to be the front runners of this. And it is time for us to step up and say yes. Yes. That's awesome. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and the perfect will of God. Okay. Do not, do not conform to this age. Do not do what the world does. Do not be like the world. Be. <laughs> but seriously, if we, if we grabbed onto that and we walked what the scripture says to walk out, how many healings would happen? How many lives would be changed on the daily? How common, now hear me out, how common would miracles be? Now, now listen to that. Yeah, common's like, well, this, this, this happens, you know, every, all, it's the same now. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about day in, day night, day out. That Jesus is working no matter where we are. If we're in this building, if we're out in our work, if we're in school, if we're wherever we're at. That, that it is our, it's a daily thing. How many, how many times is Jesus going to, like, how many times is he supposed to heal? Just once every three years or, you know, like, you, you people, did anybody get healed today? Like, if you did, raise your hand. Okay. Hey, there's two. Can we get a clap for that? Three. Okay, okay, but now, now you guys got to wait till like three years later until God shuts back up. Because th- that's how it is, right? No. We need to walk in the authority. We need to walk out the light that Christ has called us to be. We need to be on fire for God like never before. Point three, 
showing the world that Jesus is real. That the power of God is still moving, even through a messy land. As I said before, it's been messy forever. Like, but that doesn't stop God from being God. God doesn't say, well, 2020s are broken. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He's waiting for us to say, God, use me. Like, we are the hands and the feet. It is our time to rise up. It is time for us to rise up. It is time for us to do what we're called to do. It is time for us to show that the power of God is still moving, that is still living, that Jesus didn't die for nothing. How do we do that if we don't speak or tell or show or our lives reflect that? I don't know. Here's the thing. Some of you know this, some of you don't. That at the beginning of this year, I was, I think I've told you, I was 100 pounds heavier. Type 2 diabetic. If you know anything about A1C, mine was 10-4. My, right. <laughs> <laughs> My blood sugar was 423. And, like, it was, it was crazy. Because, you know, I was, used, like, I was used to that. I, I didn't know anything about my blood sugar being high. Like, man, I'm feeling weird. But literally, I had a popped, I had a Pop-Tart that morning. And that's what did it. And I love Pop-Tarts. Like, like that, that's the thing that put, me, that put me over, is that morning I had a Pop-Tart, and I looked at Natalia and I said, I have to go. I have to see a doctor now. And I ain't know what's going on. And so I get there, and this doctor comes in, and she goes, so how long have you been diabetic? <clears throat> I said, excuse me? What are you talking about? She goes, yeah, your, like your blood sugar was like 423, this and that. You need to go see another doctor because we got to start putting you on medicine now. And I was like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, it, it was just, it was a scary thing to me. It's one of the scariest moments of my life. But God, even during a pandemic, Shows his power and his glory. But here's the thing. I had to take ownership of that. Like, like, I couldn't sit back and say, well, God, well, God, I know you're, you're going to heal me, but I'm going to still eat 14 Pop-Tarts. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to still drink this pop. Now, now don't, don't think I'm coming after your pop, your Pop-Tarts. Just, just hear me out. 
but get away from it, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, but, like, here's the thing, is I had to take ownership, and then God was able to meet that. And yes, started working out. But yes, I started doing what I was supposed to be doing, taking in less sugar, doing all this and that. And like Natalia, at one point, she goes, I was last month or something like that, I don't know. She goes, this isn't even fair. She's like, but it just looks like the, like the weight's just falling off of you. And I'm like, geez, I don't know. It's, it's, it was a miracle. Because how many people do you know that lose 100 pounds in less than six months? But I get to share that. Like, I'm a football coach here at Breckenridge, and when students ask me what's going, I had a few students that I walked into the gym, um, the weight room yesterday, or the day before, whatever day it was, whatever. And one of them stopped me, and he goes, you don't even look the same. I said, thank Jesus. Because he's faithful. But, then that opens up that opportunity, that window for me to share what Jesus is doing in my life. What? How, how do you know that's true? Well, let, let's, let's talk to people. We can, I've talked to people that had the same, that were almost about the same numbers as I, I am and got diagnosed the same time. Not even close. There is a purpose, a call on my life that will be fulfilled, Amen. that the enemy is not going to have its place in my, in my body, in my temple. Proclaiming the goodness of God, walking in that. But here's the thing. What happens if I just go back to the way I was? What's going to happen? You know. So people, like your testimony, showing them that Jesus Christ is real, your testimony, your life, people see who you were. People see who you are. And I promise you're going to have people waiting to see, are they going to mess up? That's not my focus. My focus is on Jesus Christ. And if I'm lined up with him, it doesn't matter what anybody on the outside has to say about me. And, but if I'm lined up with him, my life is going to line up with the word. My life is going to be in the word. Let's, let's talk about the lady with the issue of blood. In Luke 8, 43. Here's the thing. She could have sat back and said, if only they let me touch the hem of his garment. There's a big old crowd out there. I'm not supposed to be outside. I'm not supposed to be. But she said yes. Oh, if only I touch the hem of his garment. If I take ownership. Then God's going to meet that. 
God can't use an unwilling vessel. So we have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. What? God, I don't want to go, I don't want to lift today. I don't, I don't want to work out today. Huh? Let me, let me take this day off. I'll take, I'll take a week off. I'll, I'll take a year. No. If I don't take ownership and meet God, because I've already seen, I've already seen what God's doing. Right. Like, I've already experienced it. Yes. God's not the one that'll be backing out. That would be me. And so, if you, if we are to be used in this time, we have to show the world that Jesus Christ is real, that the power is real, that the anointing is real. Why? Because they're looking for something right now. They're looking for the answer, which is what? Jesus Christ. Yes. Always has been, always will be. But if we don't talk about Jesus Christ, how are they going to know? Point four. What we are to be doing in this time is to be filled and refilled yes. so that we can be used by God, Come on. so that we can show the power of God, so the, the, that we can show the love of God, so that we can show the goodness of God. Isaiah 43, 19. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness yes. and rivers in the desert. Yes. Awesome. Did y'all catch that? Yeah, that's excellent. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Church, I'm telling you, God wants to use us like never before. If you are willing, he wants to fill you so that you can be used and running over for the kingdom. Come on. Not for, oh, what was me? No, look at me, look at me. No, 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 no. Look at Jesus Christ and what he's done in my life. Look at what he's going to do, how he's going to change the world. Look at that. We need a upper room encounter. We need a upper room encounter. But here's the thing. How do we have that if we say, maybe the next person to do it? Or I'll wait till my friend goes in there and has that encounter. Then, then maybe after I see that, then I will go have an encounter. Why are you waiting when the King of King and Lord of Lords is saying, I want to give you so much more? Excellent. 
like I said earlier, this filling process, we, are, we may be filled with the Spirit, but here's the thing, is it, it's not a one-time deal thing. There are encounters that are on the daily. And we choose, back to us, whether we are going to walk into it or step back and say, somebody else's show today. I, for one, don't want to be the one that says, God, I'll let somebody else take this. God, maybe next time when, when the sun is out and it's 73 and I can wear shorts again, it, it, I'm going to let this happen. Or, God, I'm a little bit, I, that's a little bit edgy for me. God, like, you really want me to go pray for that person right here in front of all these people? They already do, I promise. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if, if the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of you, and just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies and the, and the same Spirit that lives within you. So the same Spirit that lives in Jesus Christ the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, lives on the inside of you and wants to be used, wants to come out like a roaring lion, especially in this time in the desert when things may look like, oh, but this is happening. We're in a pan. I don't care. Let, let, me, let, let me fix that. I care about what's going on but I care more what Jesus Christ is doing. Because this is not bigger than my God. Have we met anything that is? We haven't, and we won't. So, the choice is, is yours. We have the choice to be used, or we have the choice to step back and say, Put a sub in, coach. Like, for football, if, if one of my players, I mean, if it's like some ridiculous reason and they're just like, I'm out, coach. I look at them and I just, for what? Like, why, why, why would you want to give up this time, this moment with your brothers and sisters? Well, a lot of sisters don't play football, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but why would you want to give up that moment? So just like in the kingdom, why are we wanting to say, well, somebody else can do this. Well, Gabe, Gabe prayed for a guy and he got out of a wheelchair. So, you know, next time that happens, uh, God don't use me, use him again. What? I want to do that. But if we don't step up to the plate, we're going to miss every time. I promise that. And 
like, here's the thing. Um, if, if you all stand. Team B, with help from C, if you want to come up. Like, I am challenging you like never before. I am challenging you to step out of your comfort zone. Bro, it's really early. But the spirit was already here. And this, this is your, your contact moment. And I understand that, that it might be uncomfortable right now. But like it said, even, God, even if I don't understand it, I want to be used by you. Even if it doesn't make sense, God, I'm going to be used by you. Why? Because we're not up here. Do not lean on our own understanding. But if we trust in what God is doing, we're making that path. How can we be world changers if the world keeps changing us? We can't. We will be not effective. Because if I do what everybody else is doing, I'm covering, covering my lamp, covering my light. I'm, I'm taking the, the, the salt and basically just being thrown out. I'm taking the salt that Christ has put on the inside of me and saying, oh, I'm just, I need to be trampled on. And here's the thing. That is not what Christ wants us to do. Christ wants us to walk out in the authority and the power that he's given us so that, what's it say? So that they may see the works and glorify God. This isn't about us. This isn't about you. This is about Jesus Christ. And so, what is going to happen? There's this opportunity that awaits you. And like I said, it starts with who? You. Yes, but. <laughs> you have to meet. There is going to be a moment of filling, refilling, overflow, and here's the thing, it might get messy. That's okay. And if you're saying, like, if you're feeling the spirit tugging on your heart right now, I challenge you to come up right now.
And as this song says, fill me up, God. 